You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. And you see the handsome guy next to me, Brian with Legit Football, which should tell you one thing. It's Thursday, and we're going to be focusing on a little bit more NFL. Look at that background, Brian. Look at Spiffy, my friend. Sorry, you got the great one behind you. I had to up my game. You got like the Eat Sleep Fantasy, the 49ers Rush. I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't have my be- like guest bedroom background. I got to come. The, the faithful deserves it, so here I am. I love it, man. This episode, I'm pretty excited about these things. You know, again, for those of you that maybe aren't used to joining us on Thursdays, shout out to all the hashtag CCs. Get them in. We got giveaways coming this month to a CCC member. We'll explain that later. But every Thursday, once a Thursday, once a week, every Thursday, we get a step back from our 49ers perspective a little bit, even though we're still going to talk a lot of 49ers. And today's episode, we're kind of picking our preseason NFC West defense, all pro defense. That's the idea, right? So we're going to go through a starting kind of defensive front, just like the NFL does with the all pro team. And we add a couple positions. So we have two D defensive ends, two defensive tackles, three linebackers and four corners and two safeties. I haven't seen Brian's list. He hasn't seen my list. We're going to argue a little bit. Uh, what's up, Kali? I'm excited about this. Brian, were there sub without revealing too much? When you went through this process, this this sure. little thing, what did something jump out to you where you're like, "Ooh, I wouldn't expected that." The safety position, and I think we should do that last. We should start on figuring up front and kind of go backwards from there. But the safety position completely shocked me with the players that I thought I would have chosen versus the players that I ended up choosing for this list. So uh, excited to reveal it. Yeah, I, I man, I 
I think that was my hardest position, no doubt. The safety position was where I deleted some guys, added some guys, deleted some guys, cussed at myself. Uh, We'll get there for sure. But also, um, and very exciting news. I'm so excited about this. The 49ers rush, our team just continues to build. And I see 49ers faithful forever out here. What's up, man? Appreciate you, Josh. Uh, I see Coach Cruz. What's up, guys? Uh, Glad to see you. Um, Here's the thing. We got another new face uh, coming on the show. Our first ever producer. Uh, I'm going to bring Clayton in here. We've got an executive producer. What's up, Clayton? How you doing, man? Gentlemen, it is an absolute pleasure to be with you today. My name is Clayton. I'm going to be behind the scenes a little bit. Looking forward to working with everybody. And yeah, let's get it rolling. I love it, man. So Clayton's going to be joining us and helping kind of with the comment section so I can focus more on content, um, which is going to be awesome. Now, if you want to follow Clayton, um, here's what you got to do. Head over on Twitter at Clayton D'Angelo underscore. And that's Clayton spelled the same way. No spaces. D-A-N-G Angelo underscore. So go give him a follow over there on Twitter. Uh, uh, Hopefully he's going to get a little more active, but he's going to be the man behind the scenes, making sure our shows are tip top, uh, trying to increase just the performance. So Clayton, just want to say welcome to the team. Excited to have you, brother. Before we let Uh, him go, John, I'm I'm going to jump in and ask the question that everybody's thinking. Clayton, are you a 49ers fan? (laughs) <laughs> oh, die hard, well, right? I wouldn't be here if I was not a fan That's of the like red and gold. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Well, gentlemen, let's get it rolling. Let's do All it. All right. And I got to give a shout out to Clayton. And uh, he just graduated Northern Arizona State, the fighting lumberjacks. So congrats mm. to you, Clayton. And uh, glad to have you on the team, my friend. All right, let's yeah. jump in. Um, we're going to be going through the NFC West all defense. It's just a defensive episode. Okay, so let's see here. What position do you want to start with? And we'll kind of go through. Brian always gets precedent. He gets to go first as our guest, and then I'll give mine later. What position do you want to start with? Well, like I said, I want to start up front. Uh, start with the most important position, and that's the edge rushers. But first, I want John to talk Lynch about- would approve. Yes, yeah, and, and most smart GMs <laughs> would. Uh, but I want to talk about kind of my methodology behind this. So there's All pro in the NFL is the best players from that particular season. How I approach this, and John, I think you're doing it the same way, is this is the list I'm liking going into the 2022 season. So maybe there's some players that had some great 2021s that are not necessarily on my list here. So just to kind of give everybody a a peek behind the curtain of of my methodology. Uh, But I'm going to start with the pick. Everybody's It's a no-brainer pick, but it's also everybody's going to get excited. I like to pander. You guys know this. And obviously... The easiest choice from the edge wrestler position was Nick Bosa, number 97 from the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Any type of metric you see when he is healthy, that 49ers defense is just a completely different animal. Uh, Almost a 90 overall grade from PFF from the 2021 season. uh, And he's still only 24 years old. I mean, what a a, just a fantastic future. And to have just a, a stalwart at the edge position for any defense, but especially for you guys as Niners fans, that's how you want to build your defense, and so that's where I'm starting. Yeah, he he was the clear-cut one for me. Now, the second spot was different. Last year, there was Chandler Jones, and so that was easy. It was Chandler right. Jones. It was Nick Bosa. You know, you tie a bow on it. You move on. I struggled a little bit. I had to dive into, you know, I had about five names right. I was working through. Um, so I'm curious to see who you kind of settled on as that second defensive end in the NFC West. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand 
with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match of up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you're spot on in that there's a huge drop-off after Bosa. Bosa was just like, I didn't even have to do any research, penciled him in, good to go. But as soon as I started digging into the rest of the edge rushers, um, some names came up. Leonard Floyd is one of those who is not an elite player, certainly has benefited from playing with Aaron Donald in the middle. Uh, But honestly, and once again, not... This one is not pandering. It's just I crunch the numbers, and I really need my edge rushers to 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 rush the passer. You know, there's some players that maybe had a better run defense grade that you know at the edge position, but I want my both my stalwarts to be just excel at rushing the passer. And so I picked Charles Aminahu. Uh and it might be a little Ooh. bit of a surprise, but 82.3 pass Ooh. rush grade last year on PFF. Uh, I know that he's new to San Francisco and that he joined uh, from Houston and I believe it was November when they traded for him, uh, but really started to came on, had a, a great playoff game. I think he's peaking at the right, right time. Also only 24 years old. So I do think that he's only starting to tap into his p- potential, Ooh. really needs to work on his run defense. That is the big weakness of 44.6 run defense grade from PFF last season. But like I said, I've got some stalwart interior and linebackers that are going to stop the run. I, I got some safeties that are going to stop the run. I just need Aminahu to, to get to the passer. Man, that is cr- – I, I love Charles Aminahu. I'm a Longhorn. Shout out to the Longhorns landing Arch Manning today. I don't want to jump too much into that, but what's up, what's up, <laughs> hook them. But, man, Charles Aminahu is one of my favorite players in the NFL. Whenever the 49ers traded for him last year, I was so excited. And then they just keep adding all these defensive ends. And not that it scares me, but you're correct. His pass rushing efficiency, whether he was with the Texans on a terrible roster mm-hmm. or whether he was with the 49ers on a good roster, the dude just – he just dominates. Um, I saw him. May- he showed a lot of flashes in Houston. But I think being on a team where the, he is not the sole star, where there's other people, like you're not going to double-team him if you got Bosa on the other side. That is no. really going to unlock the talent of a guy like Aminahu, and I still think we haven't seen his ceiling yet. Yeah, and what's crazy is, you know, Brian's not a 49ers guy. No. Uh, <laughs> I am. I didn't pick Ominihu. I didn't I've even been have bashed any. on this show for, you know, not being as high on the Niners as you guys are. So, yes. That's okay. Not. So, my number two, I, the guy here, the, I'll give you the names I was arguing with. Leonard Floyd, like you said. Right. J.J. Watt uh, was in there as well. I counted him as the edge guy. 
Um, I, I did would, not. Spoiler. You alert. did not. We'll okay, that's okay. I and him as an interior deal. He does defender. a little bit of both, and so like yeah. I had no problems with that. But Marcus Golden is kind of who I went with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As as the number one, um, he had you know more set. He had more sacks, more quarterback hits, more tackles for loss uh, than Leonard Floyd. But Leonard Floyd was that kind of runner up for me. So I had Marcus Golden there. Um, what, I was looking at Golden. Floyd was my runner up. I was debating between Floyd and Amenahu. I went with Amenahu because his pass rush grade was higher. Uh, Golden, I think, is one of those players that is going to, you're going to see his production dip without Chandler Jones on the other side in Arizona. So I, I agree with that. There. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So anyway, that's what I've got there. And man, yeah, let's see it. Coach Cruz, he says Armstead and Donald in the middle <laughs> as the defensive tackles, or is he too much of a homer? So Brian, are you with Coach Cruz on this one, or uh, did you well, go a different turn? We don't have to spend too much time on the most home run pick. If there's a home run pick above yeah. Bosa at edge, it's Aaron Donald in the middle. Not only the best player in the NFL right now, but quite possibly one of the best defenders in the history of the National Football League. So nothing needs to be said that hasn't already been said about AD. Number 99 uh, signed that two-year agreement. Unfortunately for you Niners fans, it's going to be around for a couple more years. Uh, but around the interior, the interior actually of a lot of these position groups, I will say in my opinion, might be the deepest in the NFC West. Like hmm. you, we both said at edge, right after Bosa, it falls off a cliff. There's some of these other positions uh, where it just kind of, there's not a lot of elite talent. Cornerback uh, comes to mind uh, when we get to that. Uh, and I mentioned earlier that I classified Mr. J.J. Watt as an interior defensive lineman. And if I'm going to do that, He's still uh, putting up very, very respectable numbers on the inside. His PFF grade was almost 80 last year, even at age 33. With his leadership skills, this is a future future Hall of Famer. If I can pair him next to Aaron Donald, I'm going to do that. So as much as I like Armstead and a few other interior defensive players, uh, I got, I can't say no to going J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald in the middle. I got you. And, and that's the thing. You know, whenever we do these lists, it, it depend, there's different metrics. Just like when the all-pro writers or the uh, what, um, AP writers, they all have different criteria. And that's okay. Because mm-hmm. for me, J.J. Watt's great when he's out there. He's just not out there that much. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's in the last six years, only two times has he played more than eight games. But when he's out there, as the he had his best game probably the past six years against the 49ers the last time he was out there and just wrecked that game completely, uh, just embarrassed McGlinchey. Uh, it was really, really bad. But I don't mind that. Um, I went Coach Cruz. I went Eric Armstead. And my runner-up was Puna Ford, who I really wish people understood more. I know he's a Longhorn, whatever, but might be one of the best defensive tackles against the run in the NFL. He is so, so good. The problem is he doesn't get the sacks and whatever else, but like he's one of the highest paid people on their team for a reason. Like he is, he's a beast, but my, my starting defensive tackles are going to be Aaron Darnold and Eric Armstead. But yeah, if you put JJ Watt on the inside and if he's healthy, no, no, no worries there. So this is the only position that I actually have a separate page that I called honorable mention. It was because I mentioned it was so deep. There's a few players I could have cycled in here. The only reason I went with Watt is because he's JJ freaking Watt. And even if you get eight <laughs> games out of him, those eight games can be the difference in you making a playoff run or not. But I had a feeling I'd get some pushback from, from the Niners faithful because of players like Eric Armstead who deserve to be in this consideration. So I made a list of players who I could have easily put there. I'm just going to run through them real quick. Uh, Ashawn Robinson from L.A., um, yeah. Eric Armstead right after that Al Woods in Seattle Puna Ford in Seattle and Greg Gaines in LA these are players if you're just looking at PFF grades separated by just a, a handful of points all scored in the green all between 70 and 78 
um, you know, varying between like Al Woods is, is a better uh, run defender. Eric Armstead is the best pass rusher in this group. So it depends on what you're looking for, but easily could have picked any of those five guys and put them where Watt is going. Watt just gets there because he's a hall of famer. Right. Yeah. And he, yeah, he, he's going to be, there's no doubt about that. Now, uh, before we jump to linebackers, I do want to let everybody know a couple things. One, I'm very excited this week. We have our zoom hangout this Sunday. Let me throw this up there. Our Jerry Rice tier zoom meeting. Sunday, uh, 4.30 p.m., this Sunday, uh, the 26th, we're going to be getting together and talking about our top 10 most important 49ers for this season. And if you're one of those people that just doesn't want to really do that list and you just want to join the conversation talk, that's cool. You could show up with zero preparation. That is there as well. But, again, we're going to be doing that. And, again, if you've thought about, man, what's the best way to support this show, Patreon's where it's at. So you can go to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google 49ers and Patreon. We're the first show that shows up. Um, you Check it out. And if you join it and don't like it, then guess what? Full money back, guarantee, no questions asked. But it Can't is a way that. to get a, a lot of extra content. Uh, we put a lot of effort into that channel. So um, come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, now, let's jump on. Let's go linebackers, which I know 49ers fans are going to be excited about this one. Uh, another fairly straightforward first choice and the other ones, uh, you know, especially the third linebacker position, John, you and I decided to have three linebackers for this exercise. Third one was a little tough, but the first one is the easiest and that's your boy, Fred Warner, uh, 25 years old, uh, best PFF grading of 80 of the, all the linebackers in the NFC West. And because of that age, he's got, I still think he hasn't reached his full potential. Obviously signed that mega deal last year and deserves every penny. No-brainer first pick. I'm guessing you have Mr. Warner there as well. Yeah, I do as well. And, man, what's up, Perk? We got a royalty in here. What's up? He's telling us to rep it. I love it, Perk. Great to see you, man. Appreciate your podcast. One of the most positive people that exist uh, in social media. It was awesome hanging out with him at the draft. Uh, just want to say thanks, Perk. Appreciate you joining the show. But, yeah, Fred Warner, hands down. Um, you know, he started off, had a rough year last year, the first five to six games. And then they moved Eric Armstead inside. And then it was all pro Fred. He returned, but uh, I'm excited for him. I want to see him get that all pro year again this year because man, his season was just like a jet man, just straight mm -hmm. incline uh, excited about that. So we got two left. You got two other linebacker spots who you give it up to. Uh, some people might question this based on the fact that he's getting a little older, but really when you dig into the metrics, he is still from a statistical, from a production, from a grading standpoint, the second best linebacker in the NFC West, and that is Bobby Wagner. Yep. Future Hall of Famer on a new team in LA on a defense that I think will suit his skills even better. Uh, you mentioned how much better Warner played when Armstead was in the middle. Well, how do you think Bobby Wagner's going to play if you've got Aaron <laughs> Donald in the middle and you've got Ramsey worrying about the coverage on the back end? I just think that he's going to thrive. I don't think he has a whole lot of years left, but we're just talking about 2022. So easy second pick, Bobby Wagner, number two linebacker position. I, I had him there too, and I hate that he stayed in the NFC West. I can't stand it, but that's his home. It's where he's grew up, you know, just in L.A., so I get it. And, man, just uh, one, two short years ago, the two all-pro linebackers were Fred Warder and Bobby Wagner. So – it makes sense. Um, after that, I felt like there was a big drop-off. Am yes. I wrong? Not at all. And I, I teased earlier that this was the position uh, that I had the most trouble with the linebackers. And there's a few people I was considering. Uh, two guys that were essentially neck and neck for me. And the guy I chose is not a 49er, but the other one is. So we'll get to that. I'll let you know. I went with Zayvon Collins. And I 
could be a little bit of a surprise pick. He's uh, still only 23 years old. He was, there were a lot of guys from a PFF perspective that were graded really closely uh, as far as NFC West linebackers. Uh, the fact that he's still younger, he's big, 6'4", 260. Very uh, big. So he's got that size and athleticism. I feel like he's, his best football is still ahead of him. I think he's already better than Isaiah Simmons, who was drafted the year before. I agree uh, with that. I agree, too. I agree. And so I like the versatility. I like the potential. I like the age. And um, if we're, we're forced to pick a third linebacker spot, I went with Collins. Man, he it's a lot of potential. And, you know, I hate what Arizona does because – they spend so much draft capital in that off-ball linebacker position and play people out of position. Well, you should like that. You should like that as a Niners fan because that's it's, a bad draft strategy. It, yeah. it really is. And yeah. so, yeah, Isaiah Simmons has been all right, but not great. Zayvon Collins has been as good as he is, even though he's younger. Right. Um, you know, other guys that I had there, Jordan Brooks. I mean, you look at the number of tackles yep. he had was incredible. So if you're looking stats, but, man, I'll tell you this. When the 49ers play a I, I love whatever Jordan Brooks is on the field. It's not a position of strength. Um, he's right. not very good. And then you've got Aziz and Greenlaw. And so I went, I love Aziz. Coming off two surgeries scares me. I don't think he's going to be ready to start of the season. I hope I'm wrong. Dre Greenlaw was that number three backer for me. I, I know I'm the big biggest Greenlaw fan there is. But when he, the best tackling linebacker in football, and when, Mike, uh, when Coach Shanahan saw him come back from his injury, he said, that's Mike Tyson out there wearing a 49ers jersey. Just impactful. Um, so I, I'm a big Drake Greenlaw fan. I know there's a lot of Aziz people out there, and I'm not trying to throw shade on Aziz. I love him. I love him. But, injury history, man, yeah. it, it's, it's Drake Greenlaw for me. Now, uh, let me throw this out there. We are finalizing so many details for this season. We're hitting up every single away game. Um, and if you haven't got your tickets yet, man, come party with us, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Listen to what we got Chicago. Chicago, the night before the game, we're going to be back at Gracie O'Malley's, which is an awesome 49ers bar in Wicker Park. Um, we packed it out last year. It's going to be like that again. It's going to be incredible. Then the morning of, we're going to be tailgating in between Soldier Field and Lake Michigan. Um, unlimited beers, unlimited brats for 30 bucks. Um, we, we've already got it all set up. It's going to be incredible. And so if you want to make sure that you're going to be a part of that party, I'm telling you that last year we sold out Chicago, the tailgate last year, we sold, sold out Chicago, the party the night before, if you don't get your tickets, I'm telling you right now, it, it's what it is. There's only so much space. I think it only fits like 125 people, um, in the party that we're throwing. So, uh, go get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, come party with us. Now, we're, we're working on the details for the rest of the year, and we've got those coming out. Hopefully going to announce all the Denver details here in about a week or so, which I'm pretty excited about that one. Every trip's so great. They're all so unique. The cities are different. Um, anyway, we, we've got a lot going on there. Now, let's move to the secondary. Let's go corners. You decided to go four corners, um, which, which I'm cool with because it's such an important position. Right, and that's why. I mean, in today's NFL, the pass game is supreme. And in order to counter that, you have to have a very deep secondary. So many teams are going four wide, five wide. You can't just have the standard from the 1980s and 90s, two cornerbacks, maybe a nickel guy you put in every now and then and just go four, three all day long. No, you need a depth at the cornerback position. So as I was doing this exercise, uh, and especially after number one, we'll go ahead and get that out of the way because just like a few of these other positions – the first cornerback was the easiest. Jalen Ramsey, 
No-brainer. One of the best in the entire NFL, not just in the NFC West. But after that, there was a lot of guys that were right there. And I thought, well, if I'm building this, this NFC West power team, I want depth at corner. So I added three cornerbacks and a separate category for slot corner. So we can talk about that after this. Uh, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey, easy first choice. And the second choice, actually fairly easy for me too, even though he is brand new to San Francisco. And that is Charvarius Ward. I think that is a huge pickup for you guys. Uh, solid corner. There's not a lot of elite corners outside of Ramsey in the NFC West. Ward is not a shutdown corner by any means, but he's a solid contributor. 71.2 overall PFF grade for Kansas City last season. Uh, upgrades a position that San Francisco desperately needed upgrading and just yeah. makes that really good defense even better. So I've got Ward at number two. I love it. I love it. Now, before we jump to to my list, because it's similar, uh, thank you, Mr. Sanders, for the uh, super chat. I really appreciate your generosity. He says, John, based on our current roster, what do you think will be the ratio of runs to pass plays this season? Shanahan ran the ball almost as much as any play caller in the NFL last year, and it's going to go up. Yeah. <laughs> um, even, if, even though Trey Lance, I don't see him getting more than three to four carries a game. The illusion of the run. That's the idea, yeah. whether it's RPOs, zone read, yeah, RPOs, all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be right at about a 50-50 split, which last year I think the 49ers had 48% uh, rush attempts, which in today's NFL, they throw the ball a lot. We know Shanahan will kind of win in the games, kind of in pressure situation. He goes to the pass too often, especially with Jimmy G. It just like – burned into my brain is like third and three and doing an empty set and i'm just cussing at my screen um so i'm hoping maybe a little bit less of that but yeah i think running plays running plays are going to go up for sure and you know i will say this we are also working on something we've never done before we're making a preseason kind of um not, like kind of like what we did with our draft guide we're doing a preseason guide where i'm basically answering all kinds of questions like this that i'm going to add on and that's going to be free for every patreon member um so if you're a patreon supporter you just get an extra no extra cost or whatever but uh we're working on creating that for the 49ers which has been a really fun project it's the off season but man we're working really really <laughs> over here my wife's my wife's like isn't that the off season yes it is baby but there's 90 players we're going to be breaking down uh no so anyway yeah. is the off season anymore not in the nfl man not and i love NFL. that i'm yeah. thankful i'm thankful so uh let's keep going with your corners uh you got jalen ramsey you got charvarius ward i have those same two um who else you got so quickly i want to mention a uh, notorious gav mentioned jason barrett so barrett is absolutely his issue is not his skills his issue is availability and that is a skill in the nfl the fact that yeah. he has had injury issues essentially his entire nfl career I can't put him out there on my all-pro NFC West He's list. not on mine either. Yeah, so while I can't deny the talent, uh, so, just such a rich injury history, and that, that just scares me. So number three was, was a little tough. Um, I have a few guys that, uh, that I – and I have some notes, and, and there's a, certainly a 49er in there, but I went ahead and went with Sidney Jones Ooh. Uh, as my number three out of Seattle. Maybe I, maybe I felt a little bad for the Seahawks. Like, that is your very first Seahawks player, by the way. And it might end up being my only one. We'll have to see with these next <laughs> it's two It's a bad roster, man. It's a, it's a you, bad roster. We've mentioned multiple times on this show how my feelings on Seattle this season. Uh, but this would be a player that he's a solid contributor, 70.2 overall PFF grade in 2021. Um, I'll go ahead and say the next person I had on this list was Emmanuel Mosley. Uh, the reason I ended up choosing Jones, Jones seems to be ascending a little bit. Mosley has been very solid, but he seems to kind of hit his ceiling early. 
Great contributor, great, you know, number two, number three corner for San Francisco, but Jones has actually improved every year that he's been in the league. They're both uh, uh, similar age, 26 years old. So that's really why I kind of gave the nod to Jones and because, like I said, I felt a little bad for Seattle. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. So your four guys are Ramsey, Ward, Sidney Jones, Emmanuel Mosley. Is that correct? Well, most mostly I put on. He's my honorable mention. So I have oh. a slot corner. I don't know if you want me to mention him now or if we're yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Separate. Let's put him in there. Let's put him so, in there. So I went with Troy Hill, who uh, did not have a good season in his one year in Cleveland, but when he was with LA, which spoiler alert, he is back with the Rams now. Yeah, he that was, was a one sneaky of, draft day trade. He was one of the top five slot corners in the entire NFL for two seasons uh, in uh, 2019 and 2020 before playing one year in Cleveland, a completely different defense. Well, he is back with uh, the Rams, and uh, I know he's 30 years old, but hes I, I think he's going to go right back to form, playing next to Jalen Ramsey. I just like him in that slot position. He's got the the veteran leadership, so my corner and my num- my fourth starter on our NFC West all-defense is Troy Hill. Oh, there we go. So Jalen Ramsey, Charvarius Ward, Sidney Jones, and then Troy Hill. That's yeah. what you got. Uh, mine's similar, or first two. I got Jalen Ramsey. I got Charvarius Ward. I think they're kind of the clear outside guys. Yep. Now, I put Emmanuel Mosley for my number three, um, which I was pretty shocked going through. Like, I like Troy Hill. He's coming off a bad year. Um, I like Verrett. Too many injuries. I don't even mm-hmm. think he's going to be starting for the 49ers, let alone you know, starting caliber or whatever, even though his plays there, just the injury and all that kind of stuff there. The slot guy I went with was Brian Murphy, hmm. um, who yep. I actually like him as a slot guy. I think they misplayed him as Arizona always does with their sure. players outside right. for the first two years. But when they moved him inside, it was like, oh, wait a second. This guy's a good football player. We're just really poor coaching staff and don't put our players in the right spot. So um, similar, I got Mosley and Brian Murphy. You got Sidney Jones, Troy Hill. Um, yeah, it, I don't think it's a deep position in this yeah, no, it's conference. It's really not. Yeah, it, it fell off uh, after Ram- Ramsey. From Ramsey, there's a, a decent drop to Ward. And then from Ward, there's a decent drop to the rest of the class here. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I will say this. I want to update just a real quick uh, giveaway. Uh, all the hashtag CC people, which whenever you join us live and do the hashtag CC, uh, you're entered in a giveaway. The middle of July, um, we're going to be giving away two T-shirts. One T-shirt to a hashtag CC person and another T-shirt to anybody that has subscribed to the show in the last 40 days on YouTube. So, again, uh, one of the best ways to support the show. So if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, go hit that button, hit that subscribe button. And if you're one of the people that listens on Spotify or just the audio, hey, man, do us a favor. Help this show build. Help our numbers out. Go hit that subscribe button. Even if you don't watch YouTube, it helps us out. Uh, do that because, man, over on YouTube, I don't know if you caught it, we're doing this 90-person roster countdown, um, which has just been a blast diving into a lot of these guys I didn't know. Um, recorded five of those bad boys today. and just 90's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Kudos to you, John. You 90 know, is a lot. That's a lot of work, man. Awesome for you. Um, so, all right, let's jump to um, one of the deepest position groups probably in the NFC West, offense and defense included safeties we got two safeties each and man i think we're going to be on different parameters here probably and part of that is due to the depth that you just mentioned so this was a a position where when i started this exercise i took pen and paper and i wrote down who i thought it would be just based off my my intuition based on my experience covering the league and then i wanted to dig into metrics dig, dig into stats and see if it backed it up or if i need to replace it no position had a bigger change over what my initial picks were 
than to what I ended up picking mm. than safety. It was one of those positions where I had, oh, I'll have this guy, I'll have that guy, and I'll mention those names after we reveal. And then I ended up having completely different guys. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. I do have, and this surprised me a bit, he's a guy who's who's always been solid and I've always been aware of his skills, but never really put him as an elite safety. But when I dug into it, I do think this is the best safety in the NFC West, and that is Jimmy Ward of the San Francisco Ooh. 49ers. Once again, it sounds like I'm pandering, but you know I don't, John. You know I dig into the numbers, and he's just been so steady and consistent. Very, very good run defender, and that's what I really liked here. I mentioned earlier that my edge... My edge guys don't have to defend the run. I just want them getting to the passer. I want them getting sacks, pressures, QB hits. But my safeties, I need them to be able to step into the box. I need them to be able to stop uh, the run when they have to. And Ward had a nice balance of coverage and run defense. And he was also one of the best, I think, the number one highest graded PFF safety, uh, which surprised me. So, yeah, right off the bat. Yeah, he's efficient. And, you know, if you're looking for stats, that ain't him. And right. man, look, oh, what's up, Notorious? Glad you're here, bro. Um, he says, John, are the 49ers in trouble if Jimmy Ward goes down? There is depth at the safety position, but it's not like starter depth. Tarvarius Moore's got a lot of time. I think he's the fourth safety right now. Odom is the third safety. Hufanga's the two. Yeah, but man, if you remember back last year, there was a point in the season where Tart and Ward were out, and the 49ers defense really wasn't all that bad. The, the 49ers don't value the safety position like a lot of other teams do. Um, so, yes, it would be awful because he is a leader of the defense, captain of the de- I mean, the dude's just unreal. But because of the way the 49ers are built with that dominant uh, front group, and now they have corner depth. The yeah. problem is, is whenever you have an inexperienced corner and an I- inexperienced safety on top of each other, it's like layering, right? And yeah. so, if you got bad on bad, that's where it gets terrible. If you could stack one bad on one good, you're usually fine. And I think the cornerback position is good enough to where they might be able to get by. But yeah, make no mistake. Uh, in my positions one through ninety, Jimmy Ward's pretty damn high. Um, and as Brian just said, he's an all pro guy, uh, for the NFC West. That's where he's got him. Who's your other safety before we get in that, I want to answer, add a little bit more to that. So yes. from an NFL perspective, positional value, clearly edge rusher is first and cornerback is second safety. As you mentioned, John, uh, I, I agree with Lynch's approach. The 49ers approach safety is important, but it is not nearly as valuable as cornerback or edge and the 49ers certainly are set at edge and they have much improved in the cornerback position so even if you lose a guy like Jimmy Ward who I put as my number one safety in the NFC West it's not going to hurt as much as as if Traverius Ward goes down or god forbid uh Nick Bosa goes down right so it's one of those things that of course it's going to hurt but it's not going to derail your season by any means uh and I'll lead into my number two pick also a surprise, this is a guy who's not really been on my radar. He's, he's, he's much newer to the league. He's only 24 years old. Uh, but Jordan Fuller out of L.A. Now, this could just be a, a case of you play next to uh, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald up front. It's just by its nature you end up playing better. But still, if you dig into his metrics, he's not that far behind Ward. Ward has been doing it longer. Ward is uh, you know coming up on 31 years old, and he's just been consistent since he stepped into the league. But Jordan Fuller just under him as far as PFF grade, uh, and he's only 24 years old. So my number two safety, uh, surprise. I had big, and I'll, I'll t- after you reveal yours, John, I'll say the names I expected to put on here. But yeah, Jordan Fuller, number two. Yeah, neither one of us had Buda Baker. Um, exactly. He, he had a he had a rough year last year. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. Um, a lot of that's just because of really bad linebacker play in front of him. Right. Uh, like the safety, like, you know, whatever you're coaching, right? So I've, I've coached all three lines of the defense. You tell your linebackers, you have to make, 
your D-line right. So if the defensive tackle in front of you goes the wrong gap or does something stupid, doesn't matter. You got to correct them. You got to go not to what gap you're assigned. You got to go to the opposite de- uh, of the defensive tackle. And then you do the same thing for the safety. You're like, okay, yeah, you're an outside run force player, but if your linebacker or corner shoots the wrong gap, guess what? You got to make them right. And so whenever you have bad defensive tackle play, it messes up your linebackers. We saw that with um, Contavia Street and Fred Warner last year. When you have bad linebacker play, it messes up your safety. So it's stacks on stacks on stacks. Um, and bad cornerback play. The the Cardinals yeah. you know, did not get great play from their defensive back. So Baker is probably trying to do a little too much, trying to make a little bit too much plays. He over-pursues. He gets undisciplined, and it affects um, his his ratings and his, his overall play. Yeah, uh, Big Poppy says, John, after seeing what the Niners did at corner this year, uh, maybe you should say they don't prioritize positions uh, that they don't value. Yeah, you're right. They, they really, really don't. Um, you know, they did pay $13.5 million for Charvarius Ward and brought in a lot of bodies and a lot of back-end draft picks. But again, since John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have shown up, they have not drafted one corner um, before the third round. Akello Witherspoon they drafted. That didn't work out. Um, they drafted Tarverius Moore, but moved him to uh, as a safety. They moved him to corner. That didn't work out corner either. Um, but yeah, it's it's an issue. They don't. Inv- I, I think that there is a philosophy for the 49ers that they will not. Inv- first and second round picks are premiums. They will only use those on premium positions: offensive line, defensive line, corner, wide or sorry, quarterback and wide receivers. Outside of that, immediate starter or bust, right? Aaron Banks, you know that that's one of the anomalies there. But yeah, it, it's the positional value that Brian went over. It's important for some teams, and not for teams like Arizona. They don't give a damn. Seattle doesn't care. They'll do and, whatever they. And look at look at the state of those franchises right now. Arizona mm-hmm. and a little bit better, but I'm not high on them. So uh, maybe they should pay better attention to positional value just right uh, now my safeties actually my number one safety in the entire uh conference isn't jimmy ward he's my number two quandre Diggs last year put together a hellacious season and freaking maybe two of his best games were against the 49ers quandre Diggs by far the best safety for me in this just because of I had the production. he was just outside of fully I, I went with fuller because i like the age and the potential but yes Diggs yeah I was like absolutely my, my third safety here and i mean here's the thing on jimmy ward he's incredible but if you look at you know interceptions passes defense tackles tackles for loss quarterback pressures quandre Diggs way ahead of him in everything um and so like statistically whatever you know i think jimmy ward's more valuable but i you know again my my starting safeties on this is quandre Diggs. And Jimmy Ward, no Jamal Adams. Obviously, he's not. That was very the good. other name I was looking at. And no at. Buda Baker. Buda Baker and Jamal Adams. Buda was I. I penciled Buda in. Jamal, I wasn't ready to pencil in because yeah. you know he, he was really known for his pass rushing. He has not been as good in Seattle as he was in New York. But I still expected him to be near the top. When I was digging into the metrics here, he wasn't anywhere near the top for me from a coverage standpoint. Uh, even a pass rush standpoint wasn't as good last year as he's been in the past. So I was a bit surprised like that. But I expected Buda Baker to be one of my two, and he wasn't even close. As I mentioned, Diggs was my third. So you're talking about two big-name safeties who weren't even in consideration for the top two here. Yeah, it's it's interesting, to say the least. Now, here's what's crazy. Okay, so I've been keeping track of—we finished our, our groups— 
Here's the tally. We both, out of 13 players, which I know there's only 11, but we add an extra linebacker for you know base packages. We add an extra corner for nickel, whatever. Um, Seattle, we both had Seattle getting one player on the list. That's it. Now <laughs> they were different players. A, like I felt sorry, but I think that's the only reason Sidney Jones got in over Mosley there. Yeah. And, and so like yeah. I had Quantre Diggs, you had like just one, just one yeah. out of 13. We both have the Cardinals with two players, different players. Mm. But again, we both had them at two. The difference we have is the 49ers and Rams. So, for example, you had five and five. You had five 49ers and five Rams. I had seven 49ers and three Rams. So, I think I'm my bias is showing, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's why you bring me on. I try to, to balance it out slightly, you know. Yeah, that, that's exactly the whole idea uh, behind this. So, out of 13 players, we both did have the 49ers with the most. Uh, even though it was five and five for you, I had seven and three. And I think it's a testament to how these teams have drafted and or traded. I, I know the Rams don't really draft a lot of players, but uh, some of the guys that we had on here, Aaron Donald, they drafted. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> Everybody else. That's true. Um, yeah. And look at the Tories. I'm not biased. I'm right. Wagner traded. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a well, lot Jordan of those Fuller's guys. on my list. They drafted there you Fuller. Go. Yeah. So, but I think that this does a really good job of just kind of like bookending how these teams build and why the records and expectations are where they are. There's no doubt the 49ers have built around the defensive line and it showed um, in both of our rankings because they have two out of four all pros, even though they're different guys for us. You had Charles Aminihue, um and Nick Bosa. I had Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. So... I don't know, man. I, I think this is a fun. Pro I think this was a fun thing, and you know yeah. what? We're gonna have to change some things up. We'll do the offense. I do have to tell everybody. Sorry, Brian. I haven't told you this. I've got some family coming in town next Thursday, so uh, we're gonna take a week hiatus uh, on on this, just because I got family in town all week. Next week, it's gonna be a mess. Um, anyway, that's a whole nother story. Uh, but uh, if I, I'm if I can mention something it. related to that, real quick, actually, I was gonna wait until yes. the end, but since you're off Thursday. So you guys have been asking me about my content. Well, I'm debuting a live show next Friday, July 1st. It's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. It's a little earlier than this show, uh, but it's going to be called 30 Minutes of Football. We're going to have John on as a guest at some point soon. It's going to start off weekly, maybe twice a week, and eventually be every day. So it's 30 Minutes of Football with Legit Football. No script, no agenda, just 30 minutes with a timer, just talking about the NFL. So Oh, I love it. So where can they catch that where it's where it's going to be on that? youtube it's going to okay. be on youtube yeah so just look up 30 minutes of football i already created the youtube channel obviously there's only like one subscriber on there now so feel free to come on over if you want to you know you're taking a break from from john and 49ers rush check out 30 minutes of football oh i freaking love it man uh that that's awesome uh and so just to update you guys on a couple of things one um we are 79 days away from the 49ers versus bears kickoff i hope that you guys get to come and party with us and the nfl just announced all the teams are reporting for camp the 49ers report july 26th so we got one month and three days and man football season it's coming quick so we're almost there john we're almost there already it. It, it it's it's always fun when you get close like when i'm like little kid christmas stage right now <laughs> Same. um but it's still just a little bit too far away for me like i yeah. need it i need to be able to see the light i'm not quite there but it's getting close and man once training, training camp, camp hits yep it's all different so like this this is almost like the time where you can catch your breath like you said you're, you're gonna be hanging out with family um i've got some stuff planned as well and it's like Let's catch our breath and then go nuts in July. That that's what this is all about. 
Will do. Thanks, Perk. I will be having a great time with my family. Oh, look at Notorious. You got two subscribers oh, already. Thanks. I freaking Appreciate love that. it. Awesome. Uh, you guys 36 the days to camp. Yeah, thank you. I, I'm not the smart man with the months, and I don't mess with days because <laughs> they're always different. Uh, teacher had me taught me that one. So, yeah, camp's not too far. But that's going to do it for us today. You guys are absolutely incredible. Hopefully you enjoyed this show. Tell us who you disagreed with, all that stuff. Throw that in the comments, and I'll see you there. But that's going to do it. And until next time, Brian, anything before we take off, my friend? No, as always, check out Legit Football, legitfootball.com. Join for free, enter your email. We'd love to have you guys. And thanks, John, as always. Love it. Clayton killed it. First show, executive producer. Go follow your man, Clayton D'Angelo underscore. What's up, man? Thank you so much, my friend. This was awesome. Uh, it was. A long relationship here. This is going to be awesome. But until next time, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.